This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Now, as we go into an NBA Monday here on the Daily Tip presented by the uh, by BetMGM, is that it's not that you just have a good team. Because I think at this stage in the postseason, all these teams are good. But the difference, we talked about this last segment, is the closers, the guys that can get it done in the final two mm-hmm. minutes. And we've seen it in this Nixon Heat series. Jimmy Butler has been the guy, even when he's not getting much for the rest of his team. And I will say, it hasn't really been the case in these past couple of games. Bam Adebayo, even though you don't see it necessarily in the box score, has had some big defensive performances. But mm-hmm. still, it's hard to bet against a team like the Heat when they have such a wild card in their back pocket, or not even a wild card. I don't even know what you would call it, like a pocket ace and Jimmy Butler who can come in and absolutely take over a game. So looking at the line in this game, we've got Miami laying four and a half at home against the Knicks, total 206 and a half. The Heat lead this series two games to one. So Jinx, initial thoughts on this game for tonight between the Knicks and the Heat. I sort of think the Heat are the right side. The thing that keeps sticking out to me, and this has been the key thus far in the Heat series and also the Warriors-Lakers series, is defense. The Lakers are playing great defense, and the Heat are playing great defense. And to that end, that's one thing we saw in Game 3 where the Heat were shooting terribly. They shot 39% as a team. The problem is the Knicks shot even worse they shot 34%. So the Heat are so – I'm so impressed with Coach Spo and with the way the Heat have managed to mitigate having guys like Tyler Hero out, having Victor Oladipo out. They're not the deepest team, and yet here they are. So even when they're not having a good shooting performance, I they, they're doing it with defense. They're doing it by being efficient from the line. I think they just have the Knicks frustrated right now. And so I'm going to – I will not play this game, but I would lean Heat minus four and a half. This line is right there. But I do think, again, that Heat defense is going to be crucial here. It's been the key thus far in this series. And I like Miami again. I do like Miami as well, especially at home and especially since they've just gone on this hot streak, which is apt because their name is the Heat. Uh, But still, you look at the shooting numbers for the Knicks and one would think to ourselves, okay, well, we're going to see some regression, right? I'm not so sure that that's the case. Because the Knicks, over the course of the season, have been prone to some of these lulls in their offense. Like, the way they stay in games is with, uh, you know, good defense and maybe getting to the line. But still, it's not a good overall shooting team. Like, I don't think I'm out of bounds saying that because, like, they're not sharpshooters. They're a team that likes to bully you. And if you have a team that can go uh, toe-to-toe with you on the physicalness Uh, the physical meter, I guess you would say, Mm -hmm. then that's where maybe you have met your match. You're not going to be playing the Cavs every single series. So I do think it's the heat at home here. Like I said, it's very hard to go against a team that has Jimmy Butler in their back pocket because we've seen it in some of these games. Even when the heat are down, they turn it up in the fourth quarter and they get the job done. So I think it's heat for me. Uh, let's look at this total or other ways to play it. You've got 206 and a half, a very low total. But if anybody is fully capable of laying an egg on the offensive end, like I said, it's absolutely the New York Knicks. Jenks, is there any mm-hmm. other way to play this game that you've seen or are you sticking to just a side here? Mm, I think I'm just going to stick to a side. I don't, God, I kind of want to lean under here. I, I, I need to get out of my head 
it's 206 and a hook because ultimately it's about your handicap and the numbers that you look at. I don't want to blindly look at a total and say, oh, that seems too low. I'm not going to bet it. But that's that's what I've been doing. So that's not the way to approach it. I might lean under just because, again, of that heat defense. And neither of these teams really shooting the ball well right now. We saw that in game three. So maybe there's some sort of positive regression for both teams and they hit the over. But I would lean under just based on these two teams struggling to hit from the outside. And honestly, that that's what the Heat want to do, right? Like they, you're not going, the Heat don't want to run and gun with anyone. They don't have the horses to do that. They don't have the depth to do that. So what they want to do is win ugly. And that means making you take bad shots, locking you down on defense, slowing the pace down, and then letting playoff Jimmy do his thing and be the best player on the court. So I would lean under, I would think. Samesies, just because both these teams love playing in a half court, but also it's built yeah. into the number. And you say like you should never, you know, shy away from a bet because you know you're well, it's too low. I don't, I don't think so. I think if it's too low and it makes you nervous, just don't play it because I think that is the case here because your handicap can be spot on and this can be a low scoring slugfest, but yet it can still hit that over of two oh six and a half because the number is so low. And then finally, before we move on to the next game. Who do we think wins this series? Do we think it's the Heat? I think it's going to be the Heat. I don't. Matt said in the chat that he doesn't know if the Heat win another game, and I don't think they do either. This this just feels like the I think they're going to. Oh, sorry. The uh, yeah, I I don't think the uh, the Knicks are going to win another one. I think this is yeah. yeah. I think this is the Heat series to win. They look like the more dominant team. They look like the better team, and the Knicks look frustrated to me. So I, I I'm just going to keep rolling with the Heat here. I don't know what they've stumbled upon, and I'm. I'm stunned that they've made it this far because of their injuries. I'm not stunned based on the way they played that they beat the Bucs. Certainly, I thought the Bucs were going to win at all. I didn't see that series upset happening. But what the way that they played convinced me, okay, yeah, you deserve to be here. And now they're doing it even though they're banged up. So I think the Heat closed this thing out. I think so as well. I'll trust the team that has really caught fire down the stretch because sometimes we see this in sports. A team just gets all of this momentum down the stretch and it's really hard to stop them. They're playing with so much confidence and it's hard to go against a team that has somebody like Jimmy Butler. I'll say it once, I'll say it a thousand times because in the postseason, you need guys like that that can come close it out in the final two minutes down the stretch. All right, let's go out west where we have game four between the Warriors and the Lakers. We've got the Lakers laying three and a half at home, total 227 and a half. It's LA that actually leads the series two games to one, and now they've got a home game. Jinx, do you think it's the Lakers here? I am going to roll with the Warriors here. I want to, at first, I leaned Lakers. I took a closer look here, and credit to the Lakers. They have played unbelievable defense, but there's a couple things I was looking at. First of all, we talk about how much regular season trends matter, and they do matter because during the regular season, as we talked about on this show, Golden State was just garbage. They were just so bad against the number 14 and 32 against the spread on the road, one of the worst marks in all of basketball. But over the past 10 years, when they are trailing in a series, and we, we, we've discussed how the Warriors are at their best when their backs are against the wall. When trailing in a series in the past decade, the Warriors are 16-4 and four against the number. This is when they generally respond. Kevon Looney should be healthier. He has been under the weather mm-hmm. for the last couple games, so now he's had a couple days to get right, and they need him on the boards. They need his physicality because the Lakers have been more physical than the Warriors. And also, I want to see how Steve Kerr 
adjust in this game. Another thing I would look at as well, Chelsea, is that the Warriors were so bad from long range last time out. They were what? How do they go? They shot 33% from three 13 of 44. Yes. So they were really, really bad in game three from long range. They need to heat up a little bit. I think they do. They can certainly shoot better than that. I think they'll be more physical. I think Steve Kerr finds a way to adjust. And based on their history in this spot, I would lean Warriors and grab the points. I'm not crazy about it, but that would be my play. What about you? I think so as well. I think they're due for a bounce back here. I think this series has a good shot to go seven games. The crazy thing about this series, though, is that we have seen some absolute blowouts. So it feels like the number doesn't even matter here. It's like you pick a winner because somebody's either winning by 20, you know, or losing by 20 because that's how the last couple of games have gone. 127 to 97, 127 to 100. These games have not been super competitive at the end but i do think the warriors bounce back here because it wasn't a very uh characteristic uh or a game that fit the warriors and how they normally go because they were talking about how they didn't have any poise in this game and this is a veteran team like these are not young guys so one would think we do see some regression in that area where they're taking care a better care of the ball and also the discrepancy in the foul shooting and getting to the free throw line. And I think a lot of it is because the Lakers are a team that drives to the basket, the Warriors not so much. But one would think that Steve Kerr is going to make some adjustments and say, hey, we need to get to the foul line because that Mm -hmm. has been a huge difference maker in some of these Lakers wins. So I think you count on a good head coach here and Steve Kerr to make some adjustments. I think we'll see something different here. Is there anything else that you're looking for in this series that maybe people should know about? I might look at the under, just like in the last – it's the same number. It's funny. In the last 10 years when the Warriors are trailing in the series, they're 16-4 against the spread. They're 16-4 and four to the under. The problem is I just don't – I never feel comfortable betting an under when it comes to the Warriors just because they huh, could absolutely yeah. just go nuts here. So that's one of those things where, yes, the trend points me in that direction, but at least personally – can't you see a game where Steph drops like 45 and the overheads? That would not stun me at all. So I will I will grab the Warriors and the points, but I'm not going to touch the total. Yeah, it takes a brave man to bet the under yes. on a Warriors game because we know they can light it up from the three-point range. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.